I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Well, hello, hello, and praise the Lord. It is so wonderful to be with you again. You know, I'm thinking of this little song that um, I always used to sing at one of our, when, when the winner's call first started, and it's coming to me to sing it to you now, especially to my friend in France. We have a wonderful friend in Clichy, France. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> who's always the first one to download our podcast. And so we want to give a special shout out to you and let you know that we love you and we love all of you. It's so great to be with you again. Listen to this. We're together again, just praising the Lord. We're together again in one accord. Now that's the part. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store. We're together again, just praising the Lord. Come on, shout hallelujah. (laughs) I love it. You know, I ain't no singer, honey, but you know, I could make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Say amen, somebody. All right, let's pray. Come on, pray with me. Lord, speak to me by your word today. Go ahead, pray that prayer. Lord, speak to me by your word today. Send my word, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, speak to us by your word today. As the word goes forth in this hour, Lord, I ask that you not let them hear me, but let them only hear you. And Lord, speak to us uh, individually and speak to us as a family, the Winner's Call family. And to you alone, Lord, be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, welcome again. Shout hallelujah to somebody next to you. Say, this is going to be good. Go on, shout hallelujah and say, this is going to be good. Go on. And in the name of Jesus, yes, it is. Because as I always tell you, we're in a huge stadium and there are multitudes outside, millions inside and online, people just streaming all around the globe. And we are here to bring the word of God and to lift your spirit and to remind you of what God has said and what God has said concerning you and the power that you have. And so today's message is entitled, Command the Supernatural. Command the Supernatural. As a child of God, you have the power to command the supernatural. Now, you must not allow any distractions as you are on your way to fulfilling your God-given assignment. You have a glorious destiny, and you can't afford to have any distractions. In order for the fulfillment of your destiny to be a reality, you must have a solid identity in Christ. As a believer, if you don't know who you are, where you're going, and what belongs to you, the world around you will tell you who you are not. And if you don't know who you are, you will allow your circumstances to determine what you do, what you say, how you think, and how you behave. Anything you believe wholeheartedly, you are destined to become. Whatever you believe, you are destined to manifest. Therefore, grow your faith. 
Build your belief in God and in His Word in order to see the manifestation of your heart's desires. Everything has been freely given to you. But, but, it is hidden in the book. And what book am I speaking of? The Bible. Listen, look at Romans 8.32. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So supernatural command is our heritage. Isaiah eight eighteen. Isaiah eight eighteen. I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. Every child of God is a sign to the world. We are heaven's billboard. We have been redeemed for signs and for wonders. We are the miracle workers. The whole earth is waiting for us. Listen to Romans chapter 8 verse 19. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. For even the whole creation, all nature, waits eagerly for the children of God to be revealed. Come on, say that's me. Come on, say it again. That's me. And in the mighty name of Jesus, yes it is. By reason of redemption, in other words, by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have been ushered into the realm of the miraculous. But how do miracles manifest? How do miracles manifest? Let's look at two primary ways. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10 says, speaking of the gifts of the Spirit available to us, it says, To another, the working of miracles. To another, the working of miracles. So number one, miracles are worked by obedience to the word of God. Miracles are worked by your obedience to the word of God. Listen to what Jesus' mother said to the servants at the wedding in Galilee when the host ran out of wine and shame was looming everywhere. John 2, 5, John chapter 2, verse 5. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Mm. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Come on, say that's for me. Come on, say it again. That's for me. And in the mighty name of Jesus, yes it is. Number two, number two, the second way that we work miracles. Miracles are worked by the words you speak. Hmm. Miracles are worked by the words you speak. Proverbs 18 verse 21. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, one of my favorite scriptures. I live by this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So every time you speak, you're bearing fruit. Your words will eventually bear fruit. And so that's why you have to be so conscious of what you're saying. Even in jokes, you cannot say certain things because there is a law at work. 
There is a spiritual law at work that doesn't understand jokes. Oh, I was just kidding. And so you continually say something about yourself that's negative or say something about a situation and it, oh, it's overwhelming me. Oh, this is killing me. Oh, I'm going to die. And as you begin to speak, so shall it be. Look at Matthew 12, verse 37. Matthew chapter 12, verse 37. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Come on, say with me, God forbid. God forbid. May I always speak the right words. Say that now. May I always speak the right words. And in Jesus' name, yes, you will. I want to share a testimony uh, of one of us, one of our winners, who held on to a particular word. uh, And she held on to it for a very long time. Listen to this testimony. A cop pulled me over, accusing me of running a red light, which I didn't do. I was going straight, and the cop was halfway through the turn, so I paused in the intersection and let him complete the turn. Then I continued on. He made a U-turn and pulled me over. I didn't argue with him, but as soon as I got home, I went to the Word and searched several versions until the one in the Message Bible literally jumped out at me. And I said, thank you, Lord. And the scripture was Isaiah 54, verse 17. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. Any accuser who takes you to court will be dismissed as a liar. Such a peace came over me. The case was postponed twice, but I finally went to court. I stood on that word for almost two years. The judge called both myself and the police officer, and he asked the police officer for his statement. The officer told his version of the story. The judge stopped him and asked him, when did he write up the report? He said the same night it happened. The judge asked him, how did he see that I ran the red light? He said, because he went through a solid red light. The judge asked him if his sirens were on, flashing lights, or if it was an emergency. He said no. The judge then asked, why would you go through a solid red light? He then said, "Uh, no, no, it was the yellow light he went through. When he was giving his statement, the judge was drawing out his statement. The judge shook his head and told him he wasn't understanding his story. I then told the judge exactly what happened that night. He told us both the case was dismissed because he couldn't comprehend the cop's version. That was God. Any accuser who takes you to court will be dismissed as a liar. And he was. Amen. And the testifier is H.B. New York. Isn't that awesome? I love that testimony. She held on to God's word for that length of time. And she didn't shift ground. And in the end, she won the victory. By your words, you shall be justified. By your words, you shall be condemned. What word are you holding on to? You know, Kenneth E. Hagan tells of a lion cub who was caught and raised with sheep. He ate what they ate and acted like they acted. (laughs) Whenever the sheep would sense a lion in the area, they would all run. And so would this, you know, this baby lion. He would just run too. But one day... When the cub and the sheep went to drink water, the cub saw himself in the water and he realized he looked like that thing they were always running from. The next time the lions came, 
Everybody else ran. Them sheep ran, but he didn't run. (laughs) He went to them. He crossed over, and they welcomed him. Who are you? Where do you really belong? You under the sound of my voice. What are you running from? What are you running to? You know, just as the cub saw himself in the mirror of the water, so too we must see ourselves in the mirror of God's word. James chapter 1, verses 22 to 25. Listen to this. James chapter 1, verses 22 to 25. I'm going to read it from the New International Version. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Come on, say amen. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's who you are. That's what's promised to you. The word of God is your mirror. And as you look into it, it reflects back to you who you are. Showing you what you, what, what God has created you to be, to do and to have. The Bible is not just a book. It is a book of instruction. And it is the spiritual mirror for humanity. It tells us who we are, who we came from, and what we are destined to become. Look at Jeremiah 29 verses 11 to 13. Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 11 to 13 in the New International Version again. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Isn't that wonderful? Who are you? Number one, you are a redeemed child of God. You have crossed over from darkness to light. You are no longer to suffer what the world suffers. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. By redemption, you are now an awakened spirit being covered in flesh. You're not spiritual. You are a spirit. After the fall, Adam's spirit died. His physical body, however, was still alive. When you are born again, your spirit man is reborn, redeemed. John chapter 3, verse 5 and verse 8. Listen to John chapter 3, verses 5 and 8. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 8 now. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell where it comes and where it goes so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. The supernatural resides in the spirit realm. And when you're born again, you're able to access it. You're able to access that realm. That scripture becomes real for you. Things are happening in your life. Things are working. And people don't know, how's that happening? How's that happening? But you are born again. And with the understanding that you have, You're making your declarations with your word. You're speaking the word of God to your situations. And like the wind, things are happening. They don't know how. 
But you know how. You know how. Hallelujah. Who are you? Who are you? You are a child of God, redeemed to operate in the realm of unlimited possibilities. Come on, say with me, I am a child of God, redeemed to operate in the realm of unlimited possibilities. Let's take it one more time. I am a child of God, redeemed to operate in the realm of unlimited possibilities. Yes, you are. John chapter 14, verse 12. John chapter 14, verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. You hear what Jesus is saying to you and me? We are to do greater works than he did. Look at Philippians 4.13, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Hallelujah. Don't let your human clothing fool you. As a born again child of God, you are no longer just human. You are a spirit being in human clothing. You need to have a clear understanding of this. Otherwise, you will suffer what the world suffers. And be cheap meat for the devil. But that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Come on, say amen. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 12. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 12. Listen to this. Do not join in the schemes of the people. And do not be afraid of the things that they fear. Why? Because you're a child of God. You're redeemed. Look at Isaiah 8.12. The same Isaiah 8.12. Listen to it now in the New Living Translation. Don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. And don't live in dread of what frightens them. You know, the whole world right now is living in dread of COVID-19. But no, as a child of God, you're not to live in fear because the second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, the God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So we're not to live in fear of anything. You have a sound mind. You follow the directives, right? God has given wisdom to the scientists, wisdom to the, to the leaders of our nations to tell us what to do, how to, what to, how to take care of ourselves, sanitizing our hands and so forth and so on. You handle what you've got to do, but you live in God. You don't live in fear. We follow the rules, right? We don't follow them out of fear. We follow them in wisdom. It's, it's God's wisdom revealed to them to show you how to protect yourself on the, on an earth in an earthly way. But remember now, you also have the word of God. And as you feed and meditate on the word of God, the word of God strengthens you and protects you. A thousand shall fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand. But in the name of Jesus, it shall not come near you and yours. Come on, say amen. Now, as we round up, how to flow in the supernatural. It, 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 it must be a flow in our lives. You must build and maintain a robust spirit. A robust spirit is the foundation for supernatural living. It is the secret to the impossible becoming possible in your life. Proverbs 18 verse 14. Listen to this. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 14. I'm going to read it from the New International Version. The human spirit can endure in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. 
And so that's why we have to keep our spirit strong by feeding on the word of God. As we feed on the word of God, we are strengthened because your human spirit, if your spirit becomes, you know, despondent and, and depressed and, 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 you know, weary, you can't overcome, but that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. To build a robust spirit, you must spend quality time feeding on the word of God. You know, lions never eat stale meat. You're a lion. You're a spiritual lion. They hunt for fresh meat daily. And so too, you and I, we must hunt the word daily to feed the lion in us. Come on, say amen. You are a lion of the tribe of Judah. That is your heritage. Listen to Revelations chapter 5, verse 5. Revelations chapter 5, verse 5. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. You are a lion of the tribe of Judah. That is your heritage in Jesus Christ. And he died for you, and the book is now open to you. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. And Psalm 107, verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The word gives you answers. The word shows you the way out and delivers you from any destruction. Feeding on the word fills your heart with joy and imparts you with supernatural strength to take what belongs to you in Christ. The more you know of who you are, the greater will be your joy and your results. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry. Listen. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. As you stay in joy, you are strengthened. As you stay in joy, your spirit is uplifted. The secret to our commanding the supernatural is hidden in the word of God and in the books of his anointed prophets with the proofs. And as you search out the word and then obey the word you have found, like the testifier we heard about earlier, she didn't let go of the word. Your command of the supernatural will be evident to all. Let's begin to give God thanks for the word we've heard. Father, we thank you. Mighty God, we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're under the sound of my voice and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do so now. If you're not saved, you're not safe. The help of the Holy Spirit is not available to you for the fulfillment of your glorious destiny or to overcome the challenges of this life. If you're under the sound of my voice and perhaps you knew Jesus Christ and you got disconnected along the way, he sent me to tell you he loves you and he's calling you to come back home. So both groups, if you've never accepted him or you disconnected from him, pray this prayer of salvation with me. Repeat after me. Dear Lord, I come to you today. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, 
my physician and healer, my provider, who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward, I belong to you. Bow your heads now as I pray with you. Father God, everyone that has prayed this prayer, Lord, you drew them, and you drew them today to bless them. So, Father God, let the word they have heard go deep into their hearts and into their minds and bring about a transformation, bring about healing, bring about deliverance, bring about strength. Whatever is needed, Lord, let it manifest by your word. And Lord, to you alone be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, welcome. You have just come home to the family of God. Stay connected to Jesus Christ by spending quality time in His Word, the Bible, daily. Subscribe to our podcast, attend our live online meetings, and your faith will grow from strength to strength in Jesus' name. I love you. God bless you. And you can also write to me at hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. And I'd be happy to pray with you and encourage you on your journey. Now, before we receive the prophetic blessing, let's receive our love offering. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit hazelgoodmanministries.org and sow your love offering. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And as you go, know that God's Holy Spirit is going before you, making safe, joyful, and successful your way. As you go, know that all things are working together for your good. You are a child of God, and you have supernatural command. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue rising in judgment you shall condemn. Whoever gathers against you will fall for your sake. Remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I love you. God bless you. We'll be together next time. God bless you now. If you are blessed by our podcast, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We can also be found on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please subscribe and leave a review. Also, visit us at hazelgoodmanministries.org. I love you. God bless you. Remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm no ordinary person. I'm destined for greatness. Are you born to win? Hey, yeah. Are you born to reign in life? You are no ordinary person. You are destined for greatness.